Hi everyone, I'm Bia and welcome back to Cardiac Radio for Teens. So for those of you who don't know, Cardiac Radio for Teens is a place where teens can come together with other teens so that we can learn about spiritist teachings and topics in a way that's more that makes more sense to us and is more relatable to us as teenagers in today's society. I hope everyone is staying safe and um, social distancing themselves and I know it gets super boring to stay home and you want to see your friends but it's really important that we stay inside and that we do the social distancing so that um, the world can get better right so that we can overcome this virus that's happening right now. So as much as we might be bored at home I know it's boring but we can find fun things to do. We can study, right, the spirits book. We can study our schoolwork that I'm sure we all still have. We can um, video chat our friends so at least we still get to see them um, and so much more. So just this small act of staying home really makes a big difference. So I hope everyone is staying safe and staying home as much as possible. So here on Cardiac Radio for Teens, we have been reading through the Gospel According to Spiritism together. And we started the introduction, and the introduction for this book is very long, but it's really important because it gives us a lot of really necessary background information to help us understand the rest of the book. Because if we don't understand understand this introduction, then it's going to be much harder to understand the um, the actual messages in the book. So th this part's really uh, important, even though it takes us a while. And last week, we talked about... Um, some definitions right they were giving definitions of different groups of people and we saw some groups so we saw that um within like the jewish community there was different sections right so people broke off into different sections because although they were still under the main jewish um right concept and doctrine they kind of broke off into their own little ideas and different groups and they had different ideas even though they were all um, considered Jewish. And we saw that some of these sects, like the Essenes and the Therapeutes, were, had teachings that were very similar to Jesus's teachings, right, and Christian teachings. And we talked last week about how those were some of, like, the crossovers, the link between the Jewish and the Christian com um, doctrines, right? This, these sections that were in between and they had these ideas that Jesus was also saying but just because they had these ideas that that Jesus was also bringing us doesn't mean that Jesus was a part of that group specifically right we don't have any proof that Jesus was a part of that group of the Essenes or the Therapeutes or any of these groups but what they bring up is Jesus wasn't the one to invent all of these teachings right these teachings exist and um and jesus came to make them more aware to us and spiritism and like this book the gospel according to spiritism is coming again to help us to become more aware of these things because we weren't aware and then jesus came to kind of be like okay here are the lessons that you need to be made aware of and now the gospel according to spiritism is reinforcing that and so many other things right keep reinforcing that because although we know it, we're not putting it into practice. And that's a part that we have to do on our own, right? No one can um, put put these teachings into practice besides yourself. I can um, say all these things, but if you don't try to apply it to your life, then there's nothing I can do, right? And the same for me. I have to apply it to my life as well. If I just sit here and talk about it, but I don't do those things in my life, then where are we actually going? 
and that's the problem that's the problem a lot of people have right in theory it's it's easy it's easy to understand the theory it's easier to understand the words but the actual concept is the actual doing is not that easy for people for everyone so um that's something we have to work on and why jesus is was reinforcing this and the gospel according to spiritism is reinforcing this again so that we keep um getting those ideas but right so we know that jesus didn't just pull these out of thin air right these are concepts that people were aware of and the seeds were being laid for jesus to come as we talked about last week so when a new idea comes right if no one ever thought about reincarnation or resurrection ever right no one ever thought about that and then jesus came and talked about those things people just would would shut him out they wouldn't like listen at all because they've never been introduced to those ideas so there were people and different groups of people along the way that planted the seeds so that when jesus came it would be a little bit easier to understand to to explain these concepts to the people because the people would have a little bit of um of awareness and they would know a little bit about what these things right they'd be like oh yeah i know about resurrect i think about resurrection so this makes sense that what he's telling me or i think about this and i know this so what he's saying makes sense because it it grows off of that so these people who planted the seeds for jesus to come were very important because they started introducing these ideas right jesus didn't come and just introduce all these new ideas no they were already existing and what we when we get to section four of the introduction which we read the introduction for um last last week this section talks about how socrates and plato two figures that we know so well throughout history right um they were the forerunners of christianity or a christian idea and spiritism idea so they were the ones that planted these seeds for jesus to come and then for spiritism to come and get those seeds and make and grow from that right so it's it's pretty cool to think because a lot of people, right, we don't think of Socrates and Plato as um, as people who found who started these ideas of Christian Christian ideas or spiritism ideas. But we'll see now how a lot of things that they were saying correspond to the teachings that Jesus brought us and the teachings that spiritism brings us. So it's not that we are not that spiritism or Christianity or Jesus, anyone is inventing these things right these things exist but it's in like bringing it all together right so spiritism is bringing all these lessons together and making a concrete thing for us to study such as these books um and jesus also right these things these concepts existed but he was bringing it together and clarifying and putting the the little pieces that everyone had elaborating on those pieces and bringing them together so they existed and right we'll see how socrates and plato um we're a part of that right we're a part of planting those seeds so that those things already existed for jesus and for spiritism so before we get into specifically some of the teachings of socrates and plato first let's talk about who they were right so or what similarities they have to jesus so the first thing they mentioned is socrates wrote nothing down just like jesus wrote nothing down right so the the bible and all the messages that we have from jesus were written by his disciples right so the disciples wrote down what jesus was saying but jesus never 
never directly wrote down his teachings. And the same thing with Socrates. Socrates never directly wrote down his teachings, but his one disciple, we can say, Plato, was the one that wrote that wrote down all his teachings. And Socrates, they mention, also suffered the death of a criminal because he was um he was persecuted because of his beliefs, right? These beliefs that he was introducing to like these seeds that he was planting people went against that just like people went against the teachings that jesus were trying to bring right we talked about the pharisees that were against jesus and jesus's teachings because they wanted power right they didn't want this guy to come take all their power and um and preach all of these things right they wanted to have that power and that control over the people so the pharisees persecuted jesus because they didn't want people following him they didn't want people to believe in him and for them to lose power and the same thing happened to Socrates the Pharisees of that time didn't want Socrates to be spreading these messages or um, again gaining that power and taking that power away from them so they persecuted Socrates and he also suffered the death of a criminal right they made they like said he was a criminal and and killed him because of that and what's interesting is that the exact things that um, the Pharisees persecuted Socrates for were they accused him for proclaiming the unity of God, right? Because at that time, a lot of people believed in a bunch of different gods. So he proclaimed the unity of God, one God, and the immortality of the soul and the future life, which are things, right, that jesus spoke about and spiritism speaks about so he was already planting those seeds those ideas so that when jesus came along and said oh yeah one god people already had that concept right people already knew of that idea or immortality of the soul people already had some sort of concept maybe it was a little bit wrong and that's why jesus came to clarify but they already had that seed planted in them so they would understand and another important thing that they talk about in the end of this section is that um when the light this quote right here that says the light emerges from the from beneath the bushel of its own accord and sufficient maturity to be able to meet faith meet truth face to face so we know that we are always evolving right and that's our goal to evolve until we can get to that state of perfection and none of us are at perfection yet so there's still a long way we can go to um improve ourselves but we also have come a long way from the beginning, right? So as we go evolving, we're able to, like, we're more mature. And like they're saying, we have sufficient maturity to understand certain things. So at that time, right, at the time of Socrates, people didn't have as much maturity as we have now, right? So people at that time had to be given very, very basic messages. And then when Jesus came, they he gave a little more complex um a little more complex explanations but at the same time his explanations were in stories and um concepts that made it easy to understand for the people at the time because they wouldn't understand these big crazy concepts that he was saying so he had to make them into little stories that applied to their lives so to those people and then right we go maturing and maturing and then spiritism comes and gives us even more information and um 
and supports, right, elaborates more on the things that Jesus said and elaborates even more on that because now we're more mature and we're ready to get a full concept of of the ideas that Jesus was bringing, right? We don't need the little stories anymore, right? We can start understanding the real meaning behind these ideas. And also because a lot with the little stories, people misinterpret them and interpret them differently. So spiritism also comes to, um, to, to clarify these stories and bring the real message, right? What's really being said here? Because we've got that maturity, right? We've evolved a little bit. And within spiritism, sometimes, um, let's say when Alan Kardec asked a question to the spirits, they would say, you're not evolved enough to understand that yet. They would say, "You, we could tell you, but you wouldn't understand because you're not evolved enough. So there's still stuff, right, even in spiritism that the spirits tell us, like, you, we're not at the state that evolved. Because if they told us some of these things, we would be like, oh, no way. Because those seeds haven't been planted yet, right? We haven't um, matured enough or evolved enough to be able to to understand those more advanced uh, topics, right? We've advanced a lot to be able to understand certain topics, but we still need more evolving and more advancement, more maturity to understand even more topics and evolve even more. So that's also why we see these different phases, right? Why didn't they just come and tell us everything all at once? Because we weren't ready for that all at once. And slowly as we become ready, more information will be, um, release to us and make more sense to us and we'll be able to do something with it. So after that little introduction about Socrates and Plato, they give us um, a summary of the teachings of Socrates and Plato. So now that little introduction, now there is a summary of their teachings. And the way that the teachings are, there's an italicized little um, paragraph and then there's another paragraph. So the italicized paragraph, I'm going to read word for word because those are like the exact teachings. And then the other paragraphs in between are paragraphs that um, are explaining further um, these ideas. So these might be more complicated words, the italicized, and then the the normal words are explaining how, um, how this relates to Jesus' teaching, how this relates to spiritism, and what we can make of that teaching. So the first teaching is, Man is an incarnate soul. Before his incarnation, he exists united to the primordial models, to the ideas of truth, goodness, and beauty. Then, separating from them, he incarnates, and on remembering his past, is more or less tormented by the desire to return. So, um, this right is a concept that we talk about all the time in spiritism right and that even jesus um brought up right when he uh, when he talked about more than just this one life right so socrates even at that time was saying that there's more to this than just this one material life right there's before there's after there's many incarnations right so he's saying that um before right so before we're in the state of the truth and goodness and beauty right so we have this we have this knowledge, but then when we come, when we incarnate, so let's say we come to the earth, then um, when we're incarnated, that is when we have man, right? So that's what they're saying. So when we're in this physical body, that's when we have, um, 
when we say a man or a woman, it's an incarnated soul. So we can see it as, right, the spirit is when we're not connected to a material body. And the soul is when we're connected to a material body. And that's why that's just like us, right? So we're incarnated souls. Um, and that, and at that time, right, it's crazy to think, right? Okay, yeah, this is basic stuff that we talk about in spiritism that we might know already. But think about Socrates saying that, right? So far, so long ago saying these same ideas and sometimes it goes to show that we still haven't really learned this yet because it still needs to come up right and we needed spiritism to tell us again so it reinforces it again again we need to start really applying these things and not just letting it go in one ear and out the other because that's why it keeps coming back so that we really learn it um and on remembering his past is more or less tortured by the desire to return so right so we know when we get to the spirit world um after this incarnation we're going to remember all of our past we're going to remember those past lives and we're going to remember everything that we've done all the mistakes that we've made because we need to learn from those and we need to fix those mistakes so right now we don't remember them to help us get through these things because if we remembered it we might just be overwhelmed we might be um depressed to even do anything so we don't remember but when we get back to the spirit world right we're going to remember all of these pa all these mistakes that we made all the good that we've done but all the mistakes that we've made as well and we'll be more or less tortured with the desire to return so if we know okay yeah i i made this mistake i want to fix it but some people right they might have made a big mistake and say, oh my god, how am I going to fix this? Or I really have to to do a lot to be able to fix this. So they might be tortured by that idea of returning to fix that. Um, so it's again, it's crazy to see how, and we'll talk about this more throughout the book when those messages come up, but it's crazy to see how in Socrates' time he was already saying this. And this is directly relating to what we're saying and what we're studying in Spiritism. And now the next teaching that it brings, number two. The soul becomes perturbed or confused when it uses the body in order to consider any object. It becomes dizzy as if intoxicated because it holds on to things which, by their very nature, are subject to change. Whereas, when man contemplates his very essence, he directs himself to that which is pure eternal and immortal and seeing that his soul is of this nature he remains joined to this state as long as he can his perturbations then cease because he is joined to that which is immutable and this is the state of the soul called wisdom so that um teaching that message was a little um confusing but what they what he was trying to say is that um the the difference between our body and our soul right so our body when we're thinking with our body our bar body is materialistic and sometimes we think very materialistic and right if we're thinking about like down to earth right we're thinking about the earth but no we want to look up above we want to think from the spirit point of view forget about all the material things because these material things right they're subject to change right they're not um consistent they're not reliable but our soul on the other hand right our spirit that is not like they say it's pure it's immortal 
it's eternal, that is consistent. So we need to focus on it from the spiritual point of view instead of looking at things from this earthly point of view where things are material and consistently changing. And when they're saying true wisdom, this wisdom is when we're looking from our soul instead of this physical body, right? We're looking from the spirit point of view and much more than just this one life then instead rather than focusing on just this one life or focusing on just the material things no we need to look above that we need to look from the spirit point of view and see so much more than that right because the spirit that's what's immortal that's what's eternal that's what we're gonna have forever right the, this material stuff we're not gonna have forever so we need to to look from that um soul perspective and that that spirit perspective instead of focusing on the material things on the earthly things because um again right that's constantly changing that could be gone in a second but our soul is eternal it's forever um so that's that's what's really important and that's the way we have to be looking about things and we know right spiritism again spiritism is saying all these things as was socrates way back in that time was already planting those seeds for spiritism, for us to be able to talk about these things now and better understand them. So that's a good spot to leave off for next time because the next um, teaching is a little longer, so I don't want to drag it out too long, right? But before we go, I'd like to mention again some ways that we can um, deal with this boredom, right? We might be having at home. I know it's frustrating staying at home. Your parents aren't letting you leave. You're, you might feel trapped at home, but there's so many things, right? There's a bunch of online um, exercises that are happening, free like free yoga classes, free Zumba classes. Um, they're out there if you search for them. Um, books, right? There's um, Audible. There's free um, book services that you can get books to read. Um, these, right, spiritist books. You can look more into these books and these teachings. There's a bunch of... Um, educational youtube videos there's some fun youtube videos too right for well you don't um just consistently have to be learning but this is a great opportunity for us to use this time wisely and to use this time to learn and grow since we are staying home and again we can communicate with our friends right we should be so lucky for the technology that we have that we can communicate with our friends we can even see them on facetime we can um play games with them online so we're really lucky to be able to have all this technology that allows us to see our our friends even if it's not um physically and again just stay home um practice social distancing because that even if it might not seem like a big deal it makes a big difference um, to everyone, right? If everyone does social distancing, think of how much better the situation could be, right? If everyone stays home. So, um, do your best to stay home, stay safe, wash your hands, um, and try and learn something in this time that we have being home and appreciate, right? The, the home that we have, the teachings that we have, um, our family, right? Even though they might drive us crazy being with them more, right? Appreciate that we have them to be with. And for those people who might um, be be alone, right, and had to stay at their college or in their apartment by themselves instead of being at home with their family, um, there is, this is also, right, a great opportunity to turn to these um, books for 
for consolation, turn to them for teachings. And also, again, we have technology. So even if you're by yourself um, in your apartment, you can um, FaceTime friends, you can call friends. There are people out there, right? Just because we have to be physically separated doesn't mean that we are truly separated from one another because we still have amazing ways to communicate. So even if you seem like, feel like you're alone at home, even if you have other people living with you or not, we can also communicate and help one another remotely, right? So it is a great way that we can also communicate and come together as a community just in a little different way. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to talk about at all, anything you want to talk about um, because of this extra free time, feel free to comment or email me at cardiacreativeforteens at gmail.com and I'll get back to you right away. I'm Bia and this has been Cardiac Radio for Teens. Thank you all for watching.